All right, we're recording. Nothing. Oh, straight into it. Oh, sorry. I wasn't. Okay. Yep. One, two, three. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> not even a countdown or anything. You just. One, two, three. Here we go. What the fuck was that? Well, I don't know. It's anything. Usually people in studios or recording. Oh, yeah. Um, Given on your vast experience of working on studio recordings. Hey, I've got the headpiece. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I usually realize that by accident I say we're live, and the truth is we're literally never live. So I thought I'd mix it up and just get to the point <laughs> you're on go <laughs> i feel like this actually might i think this is our 50th podcast episode so there you go hey, um, how many how many years have we been doing this inconsistently too many i think this one we started in i'm gonna say the very beginning of 2017 i think Fuck. i think it yeah, must be a little over how far have we really come <laughs> no, uh maybe Let's. I won't answer that. Let's take that as a more rhetorical question, shall we? <laughs> I've shot a load about two meters once. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I am empty. Both I'm setting records over here. Yeah, literally and metaphorically, I'm empty after that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what's going on? Oh, not a lot. Man, your fucking ribs today look amazing. Oh, you mean the ribs I cooked? I was like, yeah, I got really. But <laughs> <laughs> you've lost so much weight, your ribs I mean, look fantastic. I got really confused because I told you I went for a really long run last night, and I was just. <laughs> <laughs> I did a drive by, saw your ribs, and oh, I was like, "Oof, so that guy is tight." Oh my god, that really caught me off guard. Um, yeah, no, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I think as obviously a lot of people are doing at the moment with not much. Uh, to do, they're going back to their roots, and yeah, I've just been doing a shit ton of cooking. So today, yeah, I did. Um, I I went and bought like a massive rack of beef ribs, and I did. Uh, I I made the dry rub from scratch and the barbecue sauce from scratch, and yeah, man, they came out real nice. I've got fucking. It's funny actually how you know it, and, and until you cook something enough times, you 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 realize the scope of it. But I um, I bought this rack of ribs, and the recipe originally said to use two racks of ribs. I think totaling about two and a half kilos and I got to the uh the bushes and they they did up one for me and I was like oh like it's not super expensive but like enough to the point where I was like "Mm, maybe I'll just start with one in case I fuck the recipe up I don't want to you know butcher 60 dollars worth of ribs or whatever so yeah I just I bought the one rack and I cooked it um (laughs) and then as I was cooking I'm like ah, it's only like it's only about four ribs. I'm like, hey, maybe I should have got the second one. Dude, I'm not kidding. Like I cooked them, cut them up, ate one, and I just like wrapped the other three up and put them in the fridge. I'm like, I can't look at another fucking rib. <laughs> like, yeah, there's actually, a, especially beef cow? ribs, there's more meat than pork. Oh, dude. It was, yeah, it was insane. And like that's a funny thing. So the recipe, um, which I sent to you, that that's it's actually for pork. Um, and so you're meant, to, you're meant to cook it for like okay. an hour, an hour and 20 before you start um, like – I can't say basting without thinking of fucking South Park. But yeah, and then like because it's beef though, like I ended up beef. God, there's so many fucking references here. Tom Segura for anyone. Um, and then I ended up, yeah, so instead of doing it for like an hour and a half, I had them in the fucking oven for like three hours, like before I even started putting the sauce on. But no, nah, they, they turned out good, man. And I got so much, uh, well, look, before this turns into a fucking food episode, but um, I was going to say I'll, I'll chat to you afterwards because I'd be keen to hear your ideas on maybe different different dishes I could use with all the leftover ribs. I'm thinking that's probably like, – I could probably do like a nice pasta dish, but um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that after the podcast. But, yeah, um, yeah I've got some ideas for you. Cool. Sounds good. Um, 
Man, I was having a bit of a laugh the other day because uh, we were doing our beer training sessions for work. Yeah. And we did a uh, Spark Brewery over in uh, South Australia. Are those the ones you, you dropped off for me? Yeah, yeah. I gave you, uh, I think, what did I give you? I gave you their Pilsner. Right. Dude, it's, it's hands down, that's my, like, favorite beer at the moment now. That was like, the one it's you were about earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. replaced all the IPAs, all the hazy IPAs. I just, yesterday I went for a... Um, Walk around the bay, got back, and immediately just cracked one and sculled it. And I was just like, "This is my go-to now. It's yeah, fucking amazing." Just quickly say how funny it is. Um, just, just thinking back because I obviously I was waffling on about lagers not so long ago, but I think if you go back to when we started, thinking back when we thought this podcast would be a good idea, um, if you'd said to us like in a couple of years, like, "Hey." Your favourite beer will be lager and yours will be Pilsner. I think we probably would have like laughed it out the fucking room. I mean, I know you've also like, you've always enjoyed like a, like a Czech Pilsner and stuff like that, but it's kind of funny how, and we discussed this on, a, on an older episode, how it's kind of going back to the basics of beer almost and just having those really uh, simple, clean ones. We've done a total uh, 180. Um, and it's weird because like when we first started doing or delving into craft beer, there was nothing but lagers saturating the market. And then we got onto IPAs and stuff, and we're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's incre- incredible. And now they've overtaken lagers in a way, and they're saturating the market with hazy, juicy IPAs. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I just – I can't honestly drink another bloody hazy these days. Like, it's just too much. It's done to death. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over-drinking fruit juice instead of what I would like to think as a beer. And that's, so, and that's funny as well because um, – Sorry, just, just quickly. Hey, I think your mic might be making a bit of noise. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Is there any chance you want to try without the headphones? Maybe. I don't have anything to speak into because I'm on this other weird computer. I'm um, getting a bit of. Are you hearing that? What am I hearing? What am I listening for? Besides your voice. Yeah, it's just like a little bit of crackling. This is really interesting for everyone to listen Hang on. To. I'm just going to close our door in case there's feedback from outside. One okay. second. Well, I guess I'll just talk to myself for a while. Um, I should point out that uh, Todd confessed to me yesterday that he has a tiny penis and it's causing him severe distress. Okay. Sorry. It could just be getting feedback from like uh, my partner and chip kid outside the door. No worries. Uh, no, it's definitely something to do with your headphones, I think. Oh, shit. What am I meant to do? Uh, you know what? I think it only flares up when one of us isn't talking, and the good news is neither of us usually shut the fuck up, so it's probably not going to be much of an issue. Um, yes, no, I was going to say, um, in response to what you mentioned before, um, it's funny, because uh, I remember jumping off the, the, the New England IPA train a lot earlier than you. I, I tapped out fairly quickly, um, and I thought it was funny. Oh, no, dude, that audio's bad. You you can't you can't just unplug the headphones and just talk straight into the computer like last time. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. You can't yeah, hear me, can yeah, you? I can hear you. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah. Yeah, that's way better. Yeah, it was definitely your headphones, man. Oh, okay. I didn't realize this computer had a microphone. Gee, what is it? A block of granite? <laughs> it's... A, it's... Is, I don't know what it is. It's a screen <laughs> with a built-in computer, so... Right, okay, so what, it's like... Okay. That's how most computers are. So you mean it's a tablet? No, it's like a, it's, it's Elise's old uh, touchscreen um, television thing that actually doubles up as a computer that she gave to Josh years ago. 
What do you find? It's it's like a rubbish tip or car boot sale? What? I don't fucking know. It's got HP on it. Do they even make computers anymore? I thought they made Source. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Anyway. Good to work it out for them. (laughs) I I realised, sorry, before that we got massively sidetracked. Um, You were saying originally that you were doing a a tasting at work yesterday. Yes, for uh, Spark Brewing Company in South Australia. Funnily enough, I'm actually drinking their... Uh, latest release, which is coming out later in winter. Is that, um, is that so, the beer you're reviewing today, or is that just one you're finishing uh, off? Just one I'm kind of sitting on. I'll grab another one in okay. a little bit and probably do a more uh, proper review of that. Okay. Um, they've got a red ale coming out, and red ale is one of my favorite kind of styles, like red ale, red IPA. Yeah. Um, I love those kind of beers. I feel like that's about- the one area where you and I really just don't can't see eye to eye on, actually. Don't like reds? No. No, just more. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Anyway. But this is, a, I think you might like this one, man. It's very easy drinking. Uh, there's nothing offensive in it whatsoever. It just tastes like a good quality brew and it just happens to be a red ale. So it's a slight tinge of red rather than being like super dark and almost non-see-through. Okay. And does that, is that more just like a visual thing or does that impact the flavor? Well, I think it just means they were restrained on um, how much of the caramels and things they threw into it. Right. Like I was telling like when we were talking about it um, the other day, when we were trying it, um, one of the comments I made was like red ales or red IPAs as well tend to either be way too malty and sweet or way too hoppy. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably what – see, that's the thing as well. Like I'll, I'll be the first – I'll admit that probably my reasons for not liking uh, reds is also – you know, in direct correlation to the fact that I've only had a few and the few I've had, they fall right into that bracket of what you said about being too sweet. Um, and I've also find that, and look, this is going massively off memory from what I had ages ago, but I also do feel that, you know, there are some beers that really, really don't respond well to the, the second they start to uh, warm up, you know, or lose their carbonation. There are some beers which can get away with it a little bit. Others just fall flat on their ass. And the few reds that I've had, I remember being very sweet and the second they start to, to sort of, you know, sit in the glass for a little bit too long or the bottle, it's just blech. Yeah, they become like almost tinny and, um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's I love the style. It's just one that a lot of breweries never really get right. But um, if you see Spark Red Ale um, out in the world, definitely get it. Their Pilsner is by far one of the – it's it's amazing that it's a mid-strength. Is it? So like, like, quickly, um, is it – just for anyone who's listening, is it spelt like the word spark or does it have different spelling? Two K's and an E. So S-P-A-R-K-K-E? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and that Pilsner, like I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of messaging um, the uh, brewer and just being like, hey, can you just sign me up for like a monthly case of Pilsner? Just send <laughs> it to my house constantly because it's fucking cracking. Like it's so easy to drink. Are they Sydney-based? Uh, South Australia, Adelaide. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. So they're they're about to open up a brew pub in uh, Melbourne, which is going to be like their sister bar kind of thing. Yeah, nice. Um, But yeah, they're 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 pretty big in uh, South Australia. Because I mean, off the top of my head, the only other brewery I can really think of in South Australia is Pirate Life uh, down there, aren't they? God, are they? Yeah, I think. Were they South Australia? I think. I think you're right. I think they did start in South Australia. But I... 
uh, well, we can always check that after, but we won't check that after, but still. That's we'll not that, yeah. Let's just state things <laughs> as fact as usual. Yeah, but I, I, are, there any, are there any big Oh, Pikes? I think Pikes might be South Australian. I thought Pikes was Western Australia, but anyway, anyway. I don't know of many, many um, breweries, to be honest, in South Australia, but I don't really kind of, I don't think there's any making big waves over there, so to speak. Like if you were to ask me of any like favorite place, breweries, isn't it? Sorry? It's more of a wine region, South Australia. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I don't, I don't know what their population over there is doing either. Like people tell me like South Australia, Adelaide's a really nice place to go, but I don't know. It's yeah. not big. Like it's not like Melbourne, Victoria. It's not like Sydney, Australia. And actually the biggest Melbourne, craft Victoria beer. and Sydney, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let that one slide. Anyway, please do go on. South Wales. Um, but the biggest kind of craft beer scene seems to be happening in actually Queensland. Mm, yeah. Based, based on like people drinking and the votes and the actual breweries opening up there. Like there's some massive breweries opening up in Queensland that is just dominating the market. Yeah. It's insane. Like even I think about like recent conversations or even recent podcasts, like a lot of the beers have been, have been from Queensland. Yeah. But I guess. I mean, it's one of the best beers I've had lately have been from Queensland. I mean, you got Bolter. Yeah. Obviously, they've, they've been bought out, but they're still massively popular. Yeah. You've got Range Brewing Co., which I love. Yeah. You've got um, the likes of Ballistic, which now have two breweries up in Queensland. Uh, you've got Slipstream, which is up and coming. Um, other big ones. Or actually, other, um, other small ones that do a lot of technical craft, like Bacchus. Bacchus, yeah, how the fuck Bacchus is Bacchus, unreal. Oh, Stone and Wood, obviously. Well, that's more Byron Bay. Um, yeah. What about Thingamabob, the one that I always rave about that I went to um, on Sunshine Coast? Uh, Brouhaha? Yeah. Brouhaha! Uh, was it Saison? No, it was, uh, it was a Saison. Raspberry Saison. Yeah. Oh, man, I had that. That was a, that was a phenomenal beer. Mm, really good. Oh, I have some I have some, some fun news. Um, <clears throat> I, was gonna, I, was, I was like, oh, I'll save it for the podcast. But um, so obviously you know how we were sort of talking about the current uh, climate, uh, meaning that a lot of people are kind of reinvesting or getting stuck into hobbies and stuff. Um, yes. <clears throat> excuse me. Fuck, hopefully that didn't blow out anyone's ears. Um, I, I, so last week I bought, um, I bought a brewing kit, uh, finally. So I've got, um, it's, uh, I can't remember the website. I'll give them a shout out um, next episode because by then I should have my stuff. But basically it's, um, it's, it's purely like for craft beer. Uh, it's a it's a setup. It's like everything everything comes with it, um, and it produces small five liter batches. Um, oh, yeah. So I've got that, um, and I bought like from all grain, from all grain, right? Not syrups. Yeah, no, no. It, it's it's all grain. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And uh, and then yeah, so I bought I bought a recipe as well. So I'm going to do a pail to begin with, and then I bought yep. like thirty. I bought 30 glass bottles with like a, a, um, a, a what do you call it? The, the bottling mich- the bottling thing, the capper or whatever it's called. Oh, you, you actually bought like a uh, cap? Yeah. Uh, cap up basically. Yeah, yeah. So I, got, I bought a bunch of 330 more glass bottles and I'm just like, all right, so I'm just going to start basically can pump out a brew every couple of weeks really. So I'm just going to start doing a bunch and then by the time this whole thing is over, this pandemic, we should, I should have like a nice bunch of beers ready to go. Nice. I'm, I want to know what kind of system it is because it's not a grain father or a bromeister. No. But it's, 
five liters. It's got like a five liter fermenter, that, like glass bottle fermenter that comes with it, and you do it in like um. So you use the you use a pot, and then you do like a, the the sack brew. Oh, so it is brew in a bag that you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Like on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so we're gonna chuck out a pail that should hopefully arrive this week. So I'll get stuck in, um, then bottle them up, and yeah, as I said, like um, it's really good. Like uh, yeah, everything is just included in it. So you just kind of this, the second it rocks up, I'll be good to go. Yeah, nice. I can't wait to critique the shit out of your beers. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, fuck, I really hope like some of the cooking I've done where you've set me up to fail and then just been moderately like depressed and surprised at how good it's turned out. <laughs> I'm really just hoping this first beer, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really good. I can't tell him. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spit it out, but I'm spitting it out. <laughs> oh, man. I mean... The only advice I can really give you is the main thing is be really clean or sanitary. Like sanitizing your bottles is so fucking important. Yeah. Because you don't you don't want to have a good beer product and then have it fucking explode in the in the bottle where you're conditioning it. Like don't skip out of the last step. You know mm. what I mean? No, and that's the thing, man. I yeah. I, I I've also the way I think about it, it's kind of similar with you know when you, you're cooking something that takes a long time. It's like especially the first time, I'm just like, don't take any fucking shortcuts. Like if, if, if you're doing something, you know, like whether you're cooking a meal, it's going to take six hours or, you know, in this case, you, you're brewing a beer that's going to take literally weeks. Don't, don't fucking do something that you think is going to save you five minutes here or there. Like, there's just no fucking point. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to want to enjoy the product and you're putting all the effort in to get it, you may as well do it all the way rather than just a half ass at the end kind of thing. Or, yeah. yeah. No, I look forward to that, man. I can't wait to, get into brewing again myself once all this is kind of calmed down a bit but i think actually fuck it i've got the uh fermenter i may as well uh myself get into it as well yeah, have so, a perfect time man yeah i mean like what did the government say like four more weeks at least oh i mean i think we'll be it'll uh, yeah look i what's it today like the 17th 18th of april or something like look i, I don't see this I, i'm in this for the long haul you know yeah like i'm not i'm not gonna it's one of those things as well. It's like even if things changed all of a sudden, and let's let's not get stuck into this too much, but if things change all of a sudden, it's like, what? And then people are just going to go outside and not get sick? Like, it's it's still going to happen. Like, yeah, yeah, it's still out there. There's still a chance of infection, even if we slow the curve or whatever, you know, flatten the curve, as yeah. they say. It's like, it's not like it's disappeared. It's still out there. And all it takes is for people to get infected again and spread it and we'll be back to square one, surely. Yeah. And also, yeah, people getting complacent. But anyway... Let's talk yeah. about literally anything else. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go grab a beer in a second, but just quickly, when I was doing that spark tasting, I learned um, from our company Cicerone that when people judges taste beer, like she went through the improper method and how they do it, and it fucking it cracked me up. So there's seven types of sniffs. <laughs> and it's like you know, the, like if I'm holding a glass, you know, um, you know, the far away sniff, which is like, can I smell the beer from over here? The up close on the rim sniff, and my favourite, the drive-by sniff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? The drive-by sniff? She's like, yep, the drive-by sniff. I'm like, that sounds like a crime. <laughs> You just you kind of just sneak up on someone and sniff them as you drive past, and it's like I got away with it too. Or you just go up and just like, oh yeah, 
Just keep walking. You smell hoppy. <laughs> All right, so you want to give us a quick run through of that beer you just had? Sorry? Do you want to give us a quick run through of that beer you just had? Oh, yeah, so that was a Spark uh, Blackbird Black IPA that's coming out later in a few months. Um, it was quite good. Nothing standout or amazing, but I'm not a Black IPA person myself. No, neither. Like, I don't like it. I, I like an IPA. There's something about Black IPA. I feel like, why'd you, why'd you add roasted malts to it? I just don't agree with it usually. Yeah, black IPAs and porters, I just I don't understand them. Yeah, I mean... Even black lagers, I'm not really big on. Like, no. I absolutely, I the only black beer that I really drink is like big stouts. Agreed. Yeah, right so, there with you on that one. But this was this was um, by all accounts, this was pretty good. Pretty, um, pretty mellow on the roasted malt, so it is like black, but it's also not overly hoppy or overly sweet. So it, it wasn't terrible. I drank the thing. I didn't pour it down the sink. So yeah, and I, and I usually do do that when I have a black IPA. So mm. yeah. Uh, look, I'll probably give it a 7 out of 10. Okay, cool. All right, well, I'll pause this. If you like me, you can go grab another beer. Oh, thanks, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> Be right back. Unto the Abakia. You recognize that? Uh, hang on. Uh, am I meant to? Can you read it? Counterculture? Yep. Do you know who does that? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. So counterculture is Stone and Woods. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Yeah, that's their like side experimental kind of beer branch yeah. they do. So what one's that? This is their hazy double IPA. So it's basically a doubled up hazy version of their Pacific Ale. A double. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Have you had that before? I had one can of this. Uh, a while back when it first came out and um, I wasn't overly impressed. I'm hoping this one maybe has uh, mellowed out a bit. What, what um, when you say mellowed out, what do you mean by that? Uh, softened up. Uh, the hops can sometimes, when, a, when you get a really like over-the-top kind of hoppy beer, uh, it can almost like have this hop burn to it. Like it literally, like it's too fresh. Like there's such a thing as too fresh when it comes to like a big, hazy double IPA kind of thing. Um, hops tend to soften out in the actual brew if you let it condition in the can or bottle for like four more weeks. If that makes sense. Like, so to me, like optimal drinking um, for any beer really is four weeks after it's actually come out of the fermenter or been even, even canned or kegged. Like give it four weeks, let it just sit there in the cool room and do its thing and let yeah. the flavors kind of come together a bit more. Huh. So it smells amazing. It's a very Looks kind, it's a nice it's a nice looking beer. Yeah. Um very hazy and it smells I'll do I'll do a drive by sniff. <laughs> <laughs> it smells really good. Uh it's got that even even normal Pacific ale, you know that smell that it has, like that passion fruit? Mm. Yeah, it's got a very uh, distinct yeah. smell, yeah. This is kind of citrus and passion fruit times, you know, ten. And so do you reckon for a beer like that that they would be using, is it real fruits or is that something they manipulate with different hops? Um, I'd imagine this doesn't have any fruit in it. It doesn't say that it does from my understanding. Um, it's just got a bucket load of galaxy hops from Tasmania in it. And I'm sure you remember this from the days when I was doing like 
all green brews and galaxy was one of my favorite hops to use for passion fruit. Like I would add it to nearly every brew I did and every brew just had that pungent aroma of passion fruit. So yeah. it's a good quality hop to use. Now, when you say uh, it's from Tasmania, the hops, like, is that, is that just that specific? Uh, is it galaxy? Did you say, was it, is it, that's not all galaxy in general though, is it? It's just like a Tasmanian uh, strand. I'm pretty sure galaxy is actually unique to the Australian hop industry. Oh, really? Yeah, so you know how, like, in New Zealand they have Wakiti, Nelson Sovereign, uh, uh, other ones they have, White 2-2 or whatever the hell it's called. But they have, like, their own kind of hops um, strains, I suppose, is the way of putting it, or hop varieties. It's the same with Australia. Like, we're quite famous for Galaxy Hops, um, Ella, Victoria's Secret, things <laughs> Victoria's Secret. <laughs> uh, whereas America I think I'm starting is to know of... what other tabs you've got open on your browser, buddy. <laughs> uh, America's kind of got Centennial, Chinook, Columbus, um, things like that. Mosaic, I think, is American. Um, but, yeah, hops are only kind of grown in, uh, is it temperate climates? So basically nowhere in the middle of the... Um, near the equator, they're kind of like bottom end and top end. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I fucking love um, beers with Galaxy in it. Strata is an up-and-coming hop along with Sabro. Like those two hops are very popular at the moment. You'll kind of see most breweries, if they get their hands on any of it, are basically releasing single hop series Sabro or Strata hops. Right, uh, so I mean, they're that distinct and and good that they don't there's it's not really a need to mix it up with other stuff is that what you're saying um they're just very unique so sabro gives off a very coconutty kind of um flavor okay so what kind of beer might you make with that oh definitely in new england so yeah. something juicy tropical yeah um, and hazy because then you've got this tropical fruit juice from the other hops but then you've complemented it with a bit of coconut in there you can imagine that so makes it taste like maybe- a but that could have maybe also worked well with like a stout or a porter if you wanted to go for like a sort of coconutty taste, I reckon, on a dark beer. Yeah. Yeah, it also actually adds a kind of certain creaminess to the beer as well. And yeah, nice. I, I was surprised by that when I asked um, one of the brewers about that because I was like, you don't get the creaminess from the malts or anything that you're adding? He's like, no, 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 we literally, this hop variety literally adds a creaminess to the beer. And I'm like, that's fucking insane. Yeah. That'd be good, like maybe... Who is it that um, someone made a Lamington beer? For anyone that's not in Australia, yeah, yeah, might that, not know what that, a Lamington is, but quiet deeds have that. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like a, what, like a chocolate snack with desecrated coconut, shredded coconut over the top. Yeah, bloody tasty. It's like a sponge cake with cream and coconut and chocolate. Yeah, oh, maybe I could make some weird Lamingtons. <laughs> that could be something I could do over the break. What do you mean weird lamington? No weed, like put 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 some, put oh. some weed in it. <laughs> I don't, oh, you want brownies? Yeah, some well, weed. We've kind of overdone the brownies, I think, at home a bit now. I was thinking maybe put maybe get some lamingtons going or something. See see, see what happens. But um, and, oh, interest. Well, it's actually not that interesting, but I find it interesting. But uh, so I am on day ninety eight without booze. So. By the time we do the next podcast, it'll have been 100 days. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Round of applause, man. That's fucking epic. Yeah, thanks, man. I 
definitely the longest I've ever been. Um, but I will say I'm, I am looking forward to having a, a little beverage again at some point. Dude, I bet you are. I couldn't, well, you know I me, mean? I can barely go a week without having at least one drink. <laughs> Let alone 100, Jesus, that's insane. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is, but... Um, We're getting those days back. <laughs> God, ain't that the truth. But as we've ascertained, I mean, all that running, it's given me great looking ribs, so, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. That first beer just goes straight to your ribs. Oh, yeah. Speaking um, speaking of beers, what? How, so how's that one going down, this uh, counterculture? Yeah. It's, um, I've left it in the fridge for a couple more weeks now, and it's definitely better than the first one I had. Like I said, it's mellowed out, it's softer. The juices or the hot flavors coming through a lot nicer now. Big tropical passion fruit flavors. Um, it's still a slight kind of um, alcohol or hot burn, but I think in terms of like the percentage of alcohol on this, it's like 7.6. Um, and the amount of hops I would have thrown into it it's nearly nigh impossible to not have at least some kind of um, detection of the booze and the hot burn there. So maybe maybe another week or two, it would have been even better, but it's tasting pretty fantastic at this point in time. Yeah. And I think sometimes... You know, sorry, you know what really does my head in is like, like when this was first released, and like I said, I had one, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a bit disappointing, not really enjoying that. So many people post online going, oh, my God, it's so fucking amazing. I'm loving this. I'm like, dude, just wait four weeks and then be on it. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I guess there's maybe a little bit of influence on the brand as well. If people, you know, know that it comes from a reputable brewer. There might be a little bit of bias, like wanting it to taste better than it is. Or, you know, it's like one of those things where you could you could take a beer from a particular brand and pour it into another one. I mean, it's like that whole thing where VB won that that craft beer contest, you know, people like it can be, things can be visually deceiving in that sense. So, um, yeah, but I would also say, I was just going to, um, back to before, like, you know, I guess it depends on the beer, but I, I think there are some beers, um, where the, that alcohol burn really complement it. You know, there are some obviously where it just tastes off and, and you don't or out of place or it's too much, but there are a couple of beers where you do want that little bite on the end. That sort of like alcoholic tang, you know? Yeah, just to remind yourself that it is actually booze and not just fruit juice. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you don't decide to, like, go for a drive after seven of them. <laughs> Got to keep you honest. God, I feel healthy <laughs> and alert. <laughs> Sir, you are upside down in a preschool. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, get out of my way. <laughs> There's, like, uh, some pot spinning inside the wheel. <laughs> Standard. Um, so, yeah, um, cool. So yeah, I'll just, um, while you're rambling, I'll just quickly give this one a review. Please, I don't know. Um, to say. So, I don't know if there's many left out of these left out in the world because, like I said, people like jump on these counterculture releases pretty quickly when they come out, and I think, well, that's kind of stupid. You all should have waited a bit. I hope someone has some cans left over in their fridge, like I did. Yeah. Um, but if you can find any left out there in bottle shops or order online, I think it's worth it. It's uh, what is it? It is actually Stone and Wood. Yeah, Stone and Wood counterculture number three, or it's got the three on it. Actually, it's not their third one they've released. Mm. It's basically just their Pacific Ale put into third gear. Is basically the idea. Yeah. Um, Seven point six percent alcohol, hazy double IPA, big tropical uh, passion fruit notes, and quite soft after it's left to cool, uh, chill the fuck out. 
and it's one I definitely I would, I would I would I would get this again, but yeah. I, I wouldn't do more than one at a sitting because it is pretty big and full on. So, and based on that, I give it a probably an eight out of ten. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that sounds good. Um, All right, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> given isolation, I don't have a huge deal more to, to chat about, but I think on the plus side, you know, we have also, I mean, the last, we only did the last podcast a week ago. So, um, but um, yeah, I think, you know, probably good now. Get it. Now we're in lockdown. It's, you know, even though we're doing them remotely, can do a couple more podcasts. I get a few more beers out there. So maybe aims to uh, have another one out in, in, uh, in a week or so. Well, can we try and do the next one where you celebrate post hundred days and you actually drink something? Uh, we'll see how we go. Maybe. Um, okay. but you know, I don't know. Yeah, I have one and then be shit canned. Shit, what now? Just really drunk. Be really drunk. <laughs> you have you have like a mid strength and then after one can, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> I just shit <laughs> <shot> myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see how we go. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll do another episode soon. Yeah, sounds good, man. Uh, I mean, I, at the moment, all I've got is basically either this podcast. The millions of puzzles I'm doing, which are driving me insane, and so much Dungeons and Dragons online, which is just—I'm <laughs> living in a fantasy realm when I'm not painting my stairs. <laughs> Go paint your stairs, bro. Yeah, it's 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 a work in progress. It's happening. It's looking <laughs> good. Alrighty. All right, mate. We'll take it easy, man. Catch we'll you next time.